0: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy.
1: Back in February of 2020, just about three years ago, three years ago, boy, I remember where I was, and you know, Andrew and I were reminiscing on a moment in time. I, I could write an essay, if not a short book, on what could be called the Last Supper of Mar-a-Lago. We can actually dig up the exact date. I do remember it was late February and early March. We were on tour for my book, The MAGA Doctrine, a New York Times bestseller, almost New York Times number one. We got so close. Amazon number one bestseller. We were traveling the country, having a great time. We were doing events all across Florida. We were doing events at Liberty University and... The news of COVID started to bubble up more and more and more. We didn't really know what to make of it. The Hypochondriacs in our life were really freaking out. And people were saying, oh, it's nothing. It's just a cold. It's just a flu. We've been through this before. And we were concluding our book tour at Mar-a-Lago. What better place to conclude a book tour on the MAGA doctrine than at Mar-a-Lago? And when we get there, it was as if it was a great Gatsby party. The energy was off the charts, and there was five or six different high-stakes things happening simultaneously. When we came into Mar-a-Lago, President Trump was literally meeting with Jair Bolsonaro, talking about big uh, trade deals and negotiating partnerships. Mike Pence was there meeting with some people. Jared Kushner and Ivanka were meeting with some people. Tucker Carlson was there just to go meet with Donald Trump to warn him about COVID. Kimberly Guilfoyle's birthday party was happening. And then we were there. It was was a circus, but in a good way. And the energy was off the charts. The, The attitude that night in late February 2020 was that Trump could not lose. There was nothing that could happen. The economy was roaring morale was up. We were going to run up against this Biden guy. It was a joke. There was an aura of invincibility. The election was eight or nine months out. There was almost an attitude of what are they going to throw at the bulletproof Teflon Trump now? And yet there was that little whisper of what's this virus? What's this? What's this thing? And it was very interesting when Pence left the evening early and he didn't seem too happy. Pence left. And remember, Pence was tasked with looking into the virus and was actually in charge of the virus response. And he kind of left and you could read something into it. But did he know something about it? Maybe, maybe not. All while this was happening, Donald Trump and his administration did not know that Anthony Fauci was working in the shadows to cover up the origins of this virus. While Donald Trump was negotiating deals with Bolsonaro, while Donald Trump was overseeing an amazing economy, while his political stock was at a record high, Anthony Fauci was hard at work. The deep state was beginning, not just beginning, they were in the midst of a major cover-up. On February 1st, 2020, Fauci and at least a dozen other scientists held a conference call about the virus, which hadn't even been given a name yet. On the call, they were just called. It was a it was termed a novel coronavirus, likely leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So on February 1st, they were given information that the origin of the virus likely came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It wasn't proven, but they knew from that moment that it was a very valid theory with legitimate evidence to back it up. The immediate response from Fauci, though, according to new emails that have just been discovered by the House Republicans, the immediate reaction by Anthony Fauci was not, let's better understand the virus. Let's not look at therapeutics. No, they spent a valuable month of time that could have been getting America prepared for this virus. They spent a valuable month Covering up the truth. Three days after the call, four of the scientists who were on it had drafted a whole scientific paper arguing that it actually had emerged in nature from a bat, a preposterous theory. But it was a very important one. According to the emails obtained by House Republicans, this paper was sent to Fauci for editing before release. And it was published in mid-February 2020, February 17th. Specifically, co-author Dr. Kristen Anderson says he was prompted to write the paper by Fauci himself. According to more emails that House Republicans have found, two months after the paper was written, NIH director Francis Collins sent Fauci a message complaining the paper hadn't done, quote, enough to debunk the lab leak theory. Let me pause. Francis Collins parades and calls himself a Christian. Some pastors say, oh, I love Francis Collins. We get emails from people saying Francis Collins is great. This guy was engaged in one of the most immoral, deceitful cover-ups of the truth of the modern era. He has a lot of explaining to do. What a shameful excuse for a Christian Francis Collins is for what he did here. He said to Fauci that they hadn't done enough to debunk the lab leak theory evil. That is an evil thing to do. So the next day, Fauci went to the press, cited the paper heavily while trying to suggest the paper had nothing to do with him. Now, there's a couple reasons here, but let me read the quote from the paper. Quote, there was a study recently that we can make available to you where a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists look at the sequences." In bats as they evolve and the mutations that it took to get to the point where it was now totally consistent with the jump of species from an animal to a human. This very same playbook was used six months later. I'm sorry, nine months later to cover up the Hunter Biden laptop story and cover Russian disinformation. The same playbook. They saw something they didn't like. And they got a bunch of experts to put their credibility on the line. They used the same template. They got a bunch of virologists, they got a bunch of former national security folks and they sign a letter and they say, well, the Hunter Biden laptop looks like classic Russian disinformation and Politico runs the story and they censor you on social media. The same template of these thought-terminating, not just cliches, but thought-terminating actions was used. Ask yourself, why was Fauci so motivated to spend U.S. taxpayer money to spread misinformation and cover up the truth about the origin of the virus? And the answer is very clear. First, because we, he knew he was vulnerable if we took a closer look at the Wuhan lab, Institute of Virology. Even if he didn't know that the virus came from there, he knew that a close look could discover the U.S. funding gain of function research. It was about protecting himself, but it's deeper than that. I'm going to tell you the second wrinkle in a second. Fauci was willing to lie to the American people, use valuable time that could have saved people's lives, potentially endanger millions of people, all to help himself. And Francis Collins was in on it. And Rochelle Walensky was in on it. And Deborah Burks was in on it. And now we have breaking news this morning. According to a source inside of CNN who spoke to Fox, then-President Jeff Zucker told CNN not to investigate the lab leak hypothesis because he said it was a Trump talking point. Even though Trump was totally correct, it was all the biggest sham, the narrative industrial complex we could imagine. You supposedly have the worst pandemic in a century with millions of people's lives on the line, but you refuse to investigate stories of where they come from? Why? Yes, because Fauci's hands are dirty with the funding and the connection via EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak, but it's actually politically much more simple than that. Why did Fauci and Burks and Collins find it to be so critical in February and March of 2020 to lie about the origin of the virus? Yes, the Wuhan Institute of Virology is part of it, but no, 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 no. It's actually, it's right there. It's so simple. Remember Donald Trump's original reaction to this? He called it the China virus, of which I could take some credit because he actually quote tweeted one of my tweets and retweeted it. And from there, we're off to the races on the China virus. I remember I was sitting in the airport of the Tallahassee airport when I sent out that tweet and even Bloomberg and many other journalists credited our tweet with changing that. But obviously Donald Trump popularized it. But it's so simple. If the virus came out of nature and was, quote-unquote, an act of God, then it does not build domestic strength or political agreement to hold China accountable, which would have given an advantage to Trump politically in 2020. They needed to sow confusion. They needed to make people confused and unclear Regarding the origins of the virus, remember, Trump had just beaten up on China economically. Trump was well known for dealing with China with a heavy hand, whether it be tariffs for solar panels, tariffs for all sorts of other domestic imports. If Fauci and Collins would have come out and said this probably came from a Chinese Institute of Virology, Donald Trump would have been able to use covid and the response to COVID to build political support. They were freaking out because the only way to prevent Donald Trump from using this crisis as a way to actually get more popular was to say, no, 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 no. It actually just came from an act of nature. It was not from the CCP. Remember, Donald Trump restricted travel from China and they called him xenophobic. They were hugging people for Chinese New Year on the streets of San Francisco, they were deathly afraid that Donald Trump would actually use this as a rallying cry to get stronger against China, which would have actually improved his political strength in 2020. This is why the media had to react like this. Play cut 23. Tom
0: Cotton a couple of days ago, uh, spouting a conspiracy theory to the Chinese made this virus up
1: we know that it's been debunked that this virus was
0: man-made or modified or anything like that
1: both scientists and the u.s intelligence community agree that this coronavirus was not man-made that is not a possibility conservative talk show host rush limbaugh with zero proof suggesting a chinese bioweapon lab is to blame and yet this week donald trump is still pushing the debunked bunkum the virus was not 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 man-made debunked conspiracy theory. They needed to do this because if Donald Trump and the Trump 2020 presidential campaign would have been able to say, the CCP I've been warning you against just launched a killer virus on our people that is killing our citizens. And now here's what we're going to do about it. His agenda of America first would have fit perfectly. It was hand in glove. It was waiting to happen. And Fauci knew it. And Collins knew it. And the regime knew it. And they said, look, we're going to be able to get mail-in ballots, and we're going to be able to get blue state bailouts, and we're going to be able to spend trillions of dollars. We're going to be able to lock down the economy. We're going to be able to get the tech companies more powerful. We're going to be able to get the pharmaceutical companies richer. But the one thing that is an issue is if Donald Trump is able to grow a nationalist response to the CCP virus. So they needed to muddy the waters. They needed to make it unclear. They needed to make it seem as if, well, we're not really sure where the virus came from because that weakened and disempowered Trump's greatest political weapon, which is a restoration of national sovereignty and a revitalization of American strength. They saw this virus as an opportunity for all the most sinister reforms we've seen the last couple of years that has made us poor, that has kept our borders open, all this sort of stuff. But the one ingredient they needed to try to muddy was where the virus actually originated. If it came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which it did, it allowed Donald Trump a window to rally national domestic respo- support to hold China not just accountable, but justice against the CCP. That's why this lie mattered. And that's why they don't really care that it's coming out anymore. because. As Harry Reid smirked in the interview with CNN, they said, well, you lied about Mitt Romney's tax returns, didn't you? He said, well, it worked, didn't it? And that shows you the lack of morality on the left. The ends justify the means.
0: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy.